Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Come on, Sammy, sit, sit on here. So we have a, a guest on the podcast this week. We have Giles Corrin. We have Esther. And we have Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi. Um, we've got Sam here because obviously with homeschooling and everything and, and uh, uh, you thought you'd like to be involved in the podcast, didn't you? Yeah. And, and what's your best trick? What's your party trick? What's the thing that's going to impress everyone with what you've been learning in lockdown? Uh, well, it's, it's capital countries. So it's, it's your capitals? Yes. Okay, look, Ben, do you think you could just rattle some countries at him? Chile. It's the capital of Chile is Santiago. Oh, he's good. Uh, he's good, he's good. Fiji. Suva. Did you know that, Ben? Mm. I'm, I'm trying to do ones that I do know. See if um, Esther can get them or me before you. I mean, I wouldn't have got Suva. I, no, I didn't know Suva, no. North Korea. Uh, wait, uh, Esther, do you know? Um, I know what the capital of North oh, Korea is. Oh, I did. Is, yeah. Pyongyang. Correct. Yes. What, <laughs> what is the capital it? of Nigeria? Oh, what, wait, what do people think it is? Yeah. People think the capital of Nigeria is Lagos, but, but it's in fact actually... It's... Okay, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Ah, i got to think, i got to think, i got to think... Uh, Abu Dhabi. Ah! <laughs> You're excused. All right, Sam. Thank you very much indeed. Abuja. Bye. <laughs> Bye, well Sammy. Bye. I think he said or something. No, I shot him with an arrow. <laughs> So many ideas that we could literally do Great. like one second on each. Oh, I'm, 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 what's nice is that you're getting rid of your crap ideas first because normally you tag um, them in the end. Uh, I, I, when I say lots of ideas, what I mean is I've got lots of things written down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That is slightly different. Liars' voices. Tuesday, mail five. Here's the Tuesday. I've probably indexed. Yes, I had What? I had that. I thought about that story too. But how can you? I think the only way of doing that story, which is about you can spot people who are telling lies because. They talk very slowly and in a very considered way because they are wondering. Russell, Russell, Russell. Just trying what to find the paper. Lie to tell next, and they're thinking, "Have I told this lie properly?" Whereas if you're just talking normally, you know your words just kind of come out, and you can't possibly be. The lying. secret to a believable lie: tell it really quickly. If you want to pull the wool over someone's eyes, start by speaking quickly. A study has found that people who speak rapidly are more likely to be perceived as honest. All I want to really do is to say, screw you, 
commentators on my podcast and my radio show who complain. He talks much too fast. I, I can't understand. A thing. I've turned on my hearing aid to full volume and I've told everyone else in the old people's home to be quiet, but I still can't make out a word he's saying. He talks much too fast. Lots of people listen to us slow down by yeah, half I know. speed. And, is, and I just want to say that, you know, I, this is good news, isn't it? Because these slow, ponderous broadcasters, they're the ones who are probably, like Boris Johnson talks really slowly. Because he's lying to us. He does talk really slowly. People talking fast is a good thing. If people talking fast is honest, if you talk really fast, there isn't room for kind of, you can't, uh, you can, you're much more likely to trip over yourself, aren't you? You're much more likely to give yourself away. So people talk really slowly. So when, so it's a, oh, darling, what, you what, sorry, what's that? You want to know why I've got these ladies' knickers in my and while you're talking That's really slowly, you can think about Obviously, why. I walked past a lingerie shop on Bond Street and a bomb went off mm. and it blew the window out and the pants were flying and the pair of pant knickers blew into my pocket. And that, you see, whereas if you're talking really fast, you're, oh, you know, you'd have to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did think of that for you because obviously you we both talk a lot and really quickly but um, and rarely lie to each other i don't sometimes um, occasionally um but uh um oh god i'm talking really slowly now um (laughs) because um i I thought i wonder i wondered how you were going to render fast speaking and slow speaking uh in an amusing way do you go to the spaces or do longer spaces that would look quite nice on the page so you would write a you i could write a piece in which I don't put any spaces in. So it goes... Blah, 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 blah. Like, for example, I think of In the Wind in the Willows when uh, the moles gets really excited because Water Rat brings out the hamper and Mole says, oh, yes. what's inside? And Ratty says, there's cold chicken inside it. Cold tongue, cold hand, cold... Oh, stop, stop, this is too much, said the mole. And the point, and they write it, Kenneth Graham writes it all as like the words all stuck together. So I could do that. And then as I start to lie, I could space the words mm. out yeah. more. Did Magnus Magnuson talk very quickly? Magnus Magnuson mm. randomly pulled out of nowhere. You're but thinking about him because of Mastermind. Mastermind. No, he said, yeah. I've started so I'll finish. He spoke very, very clearly. Did he? Or did he not just say... 14 stu- points, yeah. all correct, and no passes. No, you pulled out the thing about changing fish names. Maybe yeah, we can really go funny. with that. Tell me about the story in okay. some clear and concise way that I can understand. Changing fish names is historically a thing that's happened. So uh, there used to be a, quite an unappealing sounding fish called a headfish, which is, was rebranded as a... Monkfish. Monkfish. Chilean sea bass yep. famously, uh, Adrian Gill used to, Gilles, used to reveal every fish. three weeks as if he'd never said it before, that it was the Patagonian toothfish. Yeah, um, nice. Obviously trout was previously known as the Wiltshire bumhole fish. <laughs> Uh, and it was a change in the 18th century by Isaac Walton. I catch a nanny more of your bummy holy fish. Um, um, yes, okay, so um, fancy but they, a they, they, spider they, they, crab salad for lunch. Okay, so first of all, yeah, they, yes, they say spider crab is an example. We've got to call it what? Cornish king crab? But spider crab is right. it's because of we're squeamish about spiders, whereas spider crab is, in fact, there's those kind of um, tempura uh, maki rolls called which are called spider crab rolls, aren't they? Spider rolls. And that's just a crab spider. And it's a bit disgusting because it... But, but spider crab is a thing that people buy, isn't it? Yes, and it's revolting. And they'd probably sell They've more also if gi- they weren't called They give the crab. example of Megrim sole as well, which is... They say Megrim sole has to be changed because it's got grim in it. Yeah. But um, 
I've eaten Megrim Soul. You've heard of Megrim Soul. I've eaten Megrim Soul. What are you think? What are you thinking for a piece? Uh, read it uh, out. Read the intro. Okay, sure. Fancy a spider crab salad for lunch or Megrim and chips? Would it sound more appetising if you were offered Cornish king crab or Cornish sole? Cornish fishermen struggling to sell their catches to their normal customers abroad are certainly hoping so. Ben Webster writes, hi Ben. The Cornish Fish Producers Organisation is planning to rebrand the two species after market research showed that this would persuade more British consumers to buy them instead of what it called the usual suspects. It's rubbish. They, 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 the, the reason the English people don't buy fish is because they don't like fish. Why aren't they buying enough of our fish? Arr. I think that... Do you know, I'll tell you a rebranding story while you're thinking about it. I did yeah. those um, ads for birds like ages ago, and at first I said no, because it was just at the height when we were realising that you mustn't fish for cod, and the cod, North Sea cod stocks were depleted, and I said I couldn't really put my name to this ad, even for oodles of cash. And then they came back about a year later and said, right, we're changing it. And, the, and they've, they changed it to, to using uh, Pollock and Coley, but they've rebranded, I think it was the Coley, as Polar Cod. Polar cod, exactly. No, I do. I think that's a very, that very good idea. Kind of, yeah. I think that I think that is a good idea. I think you're quite right. I think people. I think they're quite right. I think people reach for haddock and cod because they know what they're getting, and people know what a sole is as well. So as long as a megrim isn't like a million miles away no, from a, a sole, then you know why not call it a Cornish sole? Who cares? I think, I mean, it's the other. Thing. It's only called a megrim because Mr. Megrim first caught it. Yeah, whereas the Dover sole is called the Dover sole. Dover's a horrid place. I think it's quite funny to go through the fish that have re- been rebranded in the past to increase sales. So pilchards. Wait, was used to be called yes the penis fish. No, no, no. This the, is the, the joke the, that I'm going to be the, making. So okay, right. Cornish sardines used to be called. Pilchers. The anal polyp? <laughs> the anal polyp. Well, what was called... What were Cornish sardines or what? Pilchard. It still is a pilchard. What do you mean? What's a They're Cornish sardine? S- pilchards are now sold and marketed as Cornish sardines. In tins or not tins? I don't think they've changed the name of pilchards. One of the problems in- is that they had, if they'd done that, it's because in the war, people, I think, a lot of pilchard. Yeah, pilchard um, is not a nice... Doesn't, but Pilch- I don't want to eat. What? I don't want to eat sardines either. Oh, frankly. God, me pilchards! Right, they're giving <laughs> so, me trouble this morning. So, uh, as you as you quite rightly as you quite rightly pointed out, a Chilean sea bass is, used oh, to sorry. be called a Patagonian toothfish. Like, what's the capital of Patagonia? Oh, we didn't do that one. Uh, I don't know. It's not a country, is it not? No, Patagonia is a bit of South America, oh. I think, which is Guatemala and Argentina. Argentina. Oh, yeah. I see. And it's the name of a very chic fleece sweatshirt brand. Really? Yes. yes, I'm thinking about buying your godson for his birthday. Oh, I bought him really nice skateware last year. Yeah, we bought him, not last year, but it was a while ago. <laughs> like every five years. That's, yeah, every five my years. My godchildren are only three. Yeah. They, I can tell because I gave him three presents. Three why, presents. why are they driving? <laughs> um, so, and a, a, what about a, a rock salmon used yeah. to be called? Oh, do, 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 um, there's... A rock salmon. You get those spiny dogfish type of things. That's they? right, yeah, dogfish, lesser spotted dogfish. It, used to, it went by two other names as well. Do you know what is bit, what? The uh, rock salmon used to go by two other names as well as the lesser spotted dogfish. Um, I don't know what. Dogfish is good. The, you, it, was, it has also gone by the name the bull huss and the spur dog. The spur dog. I think as opposed rock, to rocks. the dog shitfish, which is a sort of round curly fish yeah. uh, that, you, that lives... Swims around lampposts. Swims around everywhere. Just call it what you like. In fact, they do. In France, do you know what they call little dog shits on the pavement in Paris? Something disgusting like, like, like nuts. Something they call like. them saucisses d'apéritif. Yuck. Oh, les saucisses d'apéritif. doesn't really make you want to eat French sausages very no, much. No, it doesn't. No. I've actually got a French food story coming up in a minute. Okay. and well, yeah, so Other I, fish? Monk, monkfish used to be called, I think you thought it used to be called a headfish, but the, the Times claims it used to be called an anglerfish. When they're sold to um, the Middle East, they're called imam fish. Really? No. Oh, sorry. Monk. 
Oh, Religious, I don't want to have a you know. <laughs> okay, fine, sorry. The, obviously, they call there is a fish called the Jewfish. Is there? There's some long nosed fish no. called the Jewfish. They've probably changed its name. Mm-hmm. Look up Jewfish on your phone. No, thank you. And there, have you ever heard of a fish called an orange ruffy? Ben has. That used to be known as a slime head. So I think definitely, I, I am all for the rebranding of fish. Rebranding fish means that people quite rightly don't just say, well, I've heard of cod. The only way to get English people to is rebrand it, call it a cheeseburger. Right. It's a delicious cheeseburger fish. <laughs> That's only to get me to buy fish. Is it's call a it piece cheese- of fish. <laughs> it's a KFC fish. There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer, rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Sam. You right? So, what do you want, Sam? Sam, what's the water? capital of... What's the capital of Venezuela? Caracas. What's the capital of Colombia? Bogota. What's the capital of... Somalia. Somalia. Mogadishu. Bloody hell. What's the capital of Iceland? Reykjavik. What's the capital of... Namibia. Namibia. Windhoek. I prefer the pronunciation of Windhoek. Windhoek. What's the capital of Egypt? That's too easy. Cairo. What's a difficult one? What What's the, the capital cap- of Papua New Guinea? Port Moresby. What's the capital? Port Moresby. Is that right? Port I taught him that, yeah. Uh-huh. It's the capital of Indonesia. Jakarta. What's the capital of Canada? Ottawa. What's the capital of Belize? No offence to Yaros Corn has no idea, fans from Belize, but I have no idea. Ah, oh, okay. oh, I know it. Do you know it? Uh, I think so. You do know it. I know it. That's one sound in no. Belmapan. Isn't it? Oh, Isn't it Belmapan? I thought it was Belize City. Oh, stop it. I've been there. What's Fuck the capital yeah. of England? England City. Ooh. What's the capital of Guatemala? Capital of Guatemala? Yeah. Guatemala um, City? Yep. 
Uh, what's the capital of... Where haven't we really done? A, over in Asia. What, what's a tricky one over there? What's the capital of... All the Astans are quite hard. Like, That's true. What's the capital of Slovenia? Slovenia. All right, off you go. Bye. Cheerio. Love you, Sam. We may need a lot of those capitals of where we're going. The, the main problem you have in England, really, is... Hello, Iris. Iris just keeps coming in. And it's because of fox outside. Oh. Yeah, well, why does she keep going out? Because she's thick and she keeps, forget- <laughs> she she keeps, keeps forgetting, forgetting it's out there. <laughs> uh, no, because basically English people won't eat river fish uh, because they're bony. So they have to keep rebranding those sea fish. Spiny mud flavoured river fish. Mm, what's wrong with them? Yeah, well, no. Well, Jews, for example, eat carp. And so do Armenians. Hello. And so well, does the cat. Yeah, I know there's a fox outside. Stop going out there. Well, she's told me now. She's... She's leaving. That's why I could filter fish, which is made from bony fish. And it's, it's not very nice in itself, but it's a, it's a Jewish thing. Generally, Jews, we Jews tend to not to live on the coast of anywhere because it's too easy just to push us into the sea. <laughs> so they, so on generally inland communities, you know, shuttle life driven into the centre of the... They could drown you in a well. And, and it was one of the things you could, you could keep a pond. And until the Cossacks came and poisoned it or drowned you in it, you would have this pond and you, would keep, you could keep lake fish in there and they, you could keep carp. Uh, which are very, very, very unfussy and live on scraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's a gefilte fish then? Gefilte fish is stuffed, means stuffed fish. Gefilte. Come on, it's gefilte. It's gefilte. It's German of Deutsch. Which means what? Filled, stuffed. It's stuffed fish, I think. Stuffed, so what, any old fish? But it's, yeah, no, it's generally carp. It's a a thing, I know, you do it in this mostly with sort of, with bony fish, which is a bit rubbish, but But you don't need fillets. You don't love lovely, gleaming fillets. Lovely, gleaming fillets, you batter and deep fry and sell to the goyim. Right. Whereas the, 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 sort the of remnants, mu- the muddy the fish, you, you scrape it off the bone, then you right. mix it with sort of sugar and egg white, roll it into a ball, deep fry it, and then you fish. throw it in the bin. Balls. <laughs> Don't really let yeah, I read a review of a Jewish restaurant, of, a, of a, some sort of high mission Jewish restaurant of the day, and I wrote, the, the Jewish community went mental, went ah, tonto, when I wrote, the gefilte fish was terrible, as it should be, <laughs> uh, which I thought was a very subtle joke. Um, Gefilte fish, but when the people say gefilte fish, they mean those little balls, right? They don't mean like something curled. That's yeah, a roll it's model. gefilte oh. fish balls. Those are gefilte fish balls. So how do you explain herring then? Herring don't grow in lakes, how live in lakes. explain herring? Well, explain roll mobs. Roll uh, herring. Pickled. Uh, Jews so had to always sea. pickle their fish in case the anti-Semites came. So they, so they, they did. So that's, you have to be able to get all your... No, they didn't live. They lived in the desert. Um, and imagine trying to criticize Giles as his non Jewish wife. Yeah. I mean, he just I Tell mean, me that I'm wrong, but yes, it's anyway. exactly. great, huge areas which I cannot be gainsaid. Yeah, exactly. Persecution, it's uh, well, first of all, there's the laws of Kashrut, which are pretty fussy about fish, so it's got to have scales and gills. And no, it does it. Why do you suddenly do? Do you know that scales and oh, it's a fish? It has to have gills, otherwise it'll drown. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, but I mean, it has to have scales and like no, nothing, but, nothing. But no like claws. You yucky, can't eat no, like no cloven hoof, and you can't eat a fish that goes moo. It's very confusing. <laughs> uh, no griffins. But as you pointed out, uh, as you pointed out a couple of years ago, you know, it, Jews were only people who looked at like a lobster and went, "I am not eating that." Yeah, <laughs> Which, because we'd lived mostly in the desert until yeah. we became shtetl Jews in Eastern Europe. When the laws were originally laid down, we were in the Middle East. Yeah, and you said a pork in a fucking. Have you seen a pork shop in the desert? Yeah. Actually, yes. No, that's all that was. And there was Octopus, a lot of no. Uh, uh, and I obviously the Korans in the late nineteenth century, early twentieth century were fishmongers, and that was our thing. And that, and so we did have to know our fish. And uh, but and I've, I there's, there's a complicated end of the whole thing uh, with with kosherness and fish and I remember the, didn't grow up going shrimping and when we first went to Devon, Devon um, we met those lovely Amyses and they taught us how to go shrimping with the tents and you, you're out there in the sort of rock pools Ben you no doubt know this having grown up not in Golders Green and you uh, 
and you, with you and you have your long fishnet and you reach under the rock with your uh, net and you scrape it on the bottom and the little things fall off into it and you bring them out and I can see a Jew going you're joking you want me to eat that the, I can idea, see you, you on what? the <laughs> you took your net and you scraped the underneath of a rock and they fell in and this you call my lunch no I will have some gefilte fish and nice carp <laughs> some lovely, lovely bagel a bagel some gherkins smoked salmon pink lovely sliced a gills it should have scales nothing with six legs how many you want? I should eat a scorpion. Yeah, but I in the see, scorpions, you'd have thought they. Would I can see, even though you were so into that holiday and you loved uh, and you loved our friends who were, the, without question, the least Jewish people I've ever met in my life. But I could even see you. Christians. I could eat. I could see. I could see you just going pale. <laughs> but also, the shrimps were so tiny. Oh, we could eat that. They said that looks delicious. These tiny, yeah. microscopic things. Uh, yeah. And then you'd occasionally get one big shrimp, which were quite sweet. And they were just astonished to find they were sort of see-through and didn't go pink until you cooked them. Yes, they don't go pink until no, you I cook them, yeah. Um, so uh, so this is, it turns out you've got an awful lot to say about fish. Oh, but that's, well, oh I see I have. I could do that. But you don't want to turn it into a big Jew column. Boy. <laughs> oh, the, the, no, you just get loads of comments about shekels underneath. And no, not necessarily. Yes, but what about Palestine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, what about fish know. in Palestine? What about, yeah. Pal- what about the Palestine? What about the, yeah, what about... Sabr and Shatilla and the yeah yeah that was bad too um, yeah that's the Jew thing I don't know I don't want to be too Jewy um, um, so what is there really to say about I mean you, you could either do about what you, well be the no re- that can do rebranding that. of fish no that's fine which rebranding of um, when you say no that's fine what, what do you mean no well, we could do the column but I don't know if we should do more about fish I feel like the podcast is it's quite it's quite fish heavy now oh should we move on you mean yeah. Oh, but yes. Um, Ben's, yes. Ben's little mind is going, he's thinking of his headline, something smells fishy. This is a fishy, 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 capital fish. No, normally fish you, want, you want to... You, They're always really good. Is, is they are. They always, ben, ben he's got to think about something. Um, no, normally you want to sit here and rinse every last drop out of an idea until I'm just like dying with boredom. So I thought you'd want to carry on. But if we can move on to the next story. Brilliant. Okay, look, I wondered about, did you see the stuff about Princess Anne's living room? No. Interesting, because it didn't make it into the Times. Uh, possibly so where did the, you see it? I saw it at the top three lines of it on the Telegraph, but as you know, I don't know. I know we have a Telegraph account, but I don't know how to get into it. Um, there, it's there, fine, I've only showed you nine times. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see the Telegraph that much. And then suddenly I really want to see the yeah, Telegraph. Yeah, yeah. Like when That's they, because they've got very amazing clickbait sub How to have a really... Yeah, yeah, it was 99. You'll never believe what Princess Anne used to look like. No, yeah. I know, she looked the same. She looked like a face in a one, spoon. <laughs> this one weird trick for getting rid of belly fat. Oh, it's the bad breath one. You know, where they have the little picture of the something slightly yeah, green so in the back of someone. Throat, makes me yeah. want to honk every time. <laughs> um, Princess Anne's living room. Um, so um, I, we need to get it up on. Can you just if you could you put it on your phone so you can see it and we can look at it? Because basically, it was uh, there, there, there are things. It's not just the Telegraph. It was in sort of Metro. It's in OK. She and Mark Phillips or whoever she's married to um, uh, had uh, they did an interview and you could see in that and people were going, oh, it's so messy. But other people were going, no, it's really posh. And I thought one could write about. Have you got Princess Anne's living room? As we get a glimpse of Princess Anne's living room. What, what, what website is that? Would your place pass the posh test? What's that? Is that? That's the Telegraph. Why didn't they ask me to write this? This is I've got my name all over because it. Because you are a Times person. 
No, but they occasionally they occasionally they do. They, they, they why do did not... the Times ask me to? Okay, anyway, so minimalists have been on social media wincing at the clutter, but behind have them, you, the managed, you actually opened the Telegraph page. Is the insouciance of upper class living? Yes, Giles, would you describe? So first of all, who is that? Okay, I'll describe. But so here is Princess Anne. She's watching telly. She's watching rugby. And who's that man with her? That'll be her husband. Which husband is she on now? I, does it not say in the caption? The Princess Royal and Vice Admiral Satin. It is quite like my grandma's front. Oh dear, it is. I know what you're saying. So this is Queen, Queen Anne, Princess Anne's front room. It's basically a uh, matching suite of floral, rather broken sofas. There's a dog basket. And then there's this very cheap wooden sort of stand the TV's on, big TV. Well, basically, it's, 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 it, look on the other stories and see. People are saying it's really posh. This is the thing. It is, is it, very, yeah, it, it, is, it, is, uh, it is very posh. It's, it, let me tell you why it's posh. It's posh because it's got Princess Anne in it. And, <laughs> and Princess Anne knows that. And the royal family are always extremely aware that they are incredibly expensive. And they always try to save money wherever yeah, they can. all the others line up their rooms to look with them. Even the Queen has it done and it's got this meaningful thing and that meaningful thing. And Prince well, Charles, a, no, you know, Prince Andrew takes all his kind of copies of Mein Kampf and Girly Mags and <laughs> hides them away when the, when the people come. They'll never know I'm the devil. I'll just <laughs> hide these away. Uh, and, but they've just sort of sat down there in this fairly naff front room. Did you know it was Queen, Princess Anne who made naff? It was the first one to... When naff became a word, you know the word naff. Yeah, I do know. My the dad word. used to all the. It was two. It was Lenny Gobber in porridge used to go um, naffing this and that. And, and the Princess Anne, when she was about nineteen, was approached by photographers and she went, "Oh, naff off!" Naff off. Uh, and, it, and naff became a really big thing. Yeah, naff is naff is a big thing. So but everyone's saying her here. her front room is blatantly classy. And I wanted, you know, I could compare our front room to our front room. Our front room is quite. Uh, I would say it was naff, but I think it's probably quite. Well, we think of a footballer's front. You know, but people with new money, or frankly any money, yeah. uh, with really big front room. I guess because they're in a big house and therefore in a shit area. I assume um, it's like not having a big TV, having a stereo. People with a you know having a a, a screen a, a screen that comes down on a thing and you an in home cinema with built. You said the other day you wanted to get built in audio, for example. Oh yeah, I would never have speakers. That. What no. are you talking about? I'm Which have a wireless speaker either side of the oh, sofa. Naffle. Amazing. I'm not having that. It's neff. It's, it's bit, neff. It's all a bit... Very neff. You want to not really be able to hear the TV. You want to turn it on and it should not come on for three minutes. It should the gradually... Thing is, the and thing then it should is, just be showing the coronation. The problem, the problem is, right... Dog basket. Very posh. The, yes. It's all about posh. Sorry, the problem is what, my love? The problem is... The thing is that... The thing is that the thing about kind of what you have and what you wear and what you're doing and what your house is like and whether it's naff or not naff or classy or not classy. Don't it, tell me it's whether if you feel comfortable in your own skin. No, it's literally. If you're trying to pretend to be something you're not, then you're very common. No, it's not that. It's not that. It's just it is. It just, whatever whatever they're doing it, it is posh. William and Kate's house is not like that. They've had theirs done by Ben Pentreath, and it what? would be. Who's that? Ben Pentreath is like... Well, my friend, who, my friend who knows them, our friend who's mates with all of that lot, it's always going on about how um, Wills and Kate, oh, they're so middle class. They are very suburban, yeah. but they're suburban in a very... Uh, they're probably suburban a bit on purpose to be in touch with the, all their suburban fans. You know, this, this I would say, this Princess Anne, Princess Anne is not particularly... I don't know why they've released pictures of their, their living room. Is there any reason why? Well, Google Princess Anne's living room and see if you can find where the story came from. Let's have a look. Or have you managed to get into the story now? The, pur- the purpose of Princess Anne's tweet 
showing how watching rugby might have been to celebrate Scotland's victory over England in the Six Nations. Why would she be pleased about that? Her, her son-in-law... Because she's the patron of Scottish rugby. But her son-in-law is Mike Tyndall, who's English. I'm sure they just have healthy rivalry. Okay, so fine. She, so she tweeted rivalry. a picture of herself watching she TV. She tweeted a picture of herself what? watching. What next? She'll be tweeting pictures of herself sucking her cheeks in and pushing her boob to the camera with her new plastic bum that she got from her. I bet Zara made her thing. do it. I bet Zara's quite. And so and what? And then the people went crazy for the front room. And what did they say? People went nuts for the front room, saying that uh, it was her living room that stole the show. Books piled on top of books on which are balanced photos and statuettes of books? animals. How neff! Yeah. What kind of books are they? Let me see. I bet they're all books about horses. Probably. Sorry. The books. Oh, they're coffee table books. What's that book? Yeah, they're just coffee table books. The English Dog. Of course! That's the only one I can see. And there's another one underneath it called just called Spaniels. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Gun Dogs. Gun Dogs, Horse and Hound. Um, yes. How not to be neff. How not to be neff. Um, do you know that's the whole thing but if you once you're trying to be that, that that's why it's posh is because it's so shabby once you're trying to be uh, posh you fail anyway so is there a piece I, I about am, our living room there about our living room oh is there a piece about it come on what's the column is there a, is there a piece about, about it? well I'm god I mean god Jesus there's so much to say about what you've got in your I remember I wrote once a thing for I can't remember it was a daily mail or something Are people, your, your pet hates in other people's homes and everyone goes bananas for it so i mean and it's got to say it's mostly women although my kind of demographic of my readers are mostly women but you get this kind of avalanche like oh i hate those i hate sticks in a pot in the corner i hate those signs that say busy making memories it makes me furious you know they make you really furious it was in someone else's house i feel intimidated by other people's downstairs loos as you know Uh, endless pictures of the Eton rugby team through the ages and everybody's father and grandfather being you are only tormented by henry dimbleby's downstairs loo yeah it's just pictures of him rowing to victory it's yeah. Right. No, Johnny Hornby's as well. It makes me feel a bit. Yeah. Jo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Hornby's is quite intimidating. Even I'm quite intimidated by Johnny Hornby's. It's all just pictures, yeah. you know. It's, it's sort of his the dad's obituary of my father who across set up fourteen the pages of the Times. The man who built the world. So jolly um, and Jonas Jameson. Yeah, no, there's all Tom that, and then pictures Hornby. of himself, sort of with, jumping with, horses and skiing. And, they, and yet, the, the the friends of people I'm not in, the houses of people I'm not intimidated by, I'm not interested in going to. Well, so, uh, well, you're, 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 you must be British. In that but case. no one's going to be intimidated by my downstairs loo. Which no. is just, you go in there, it's just Sam's pants and a copy of the Beano on the floor. And the fluff, and doesn't, the fluff work. doesn't work. We've got to get a more intimidating downstairs loop. You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with me, Giles Corran. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on The Times Radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. Past Imperfect with Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson, a weekly series of in-depth interviews with high-profile figures examining how overcoming the challenges of their early lives shaped the people they've become. This week, rugby union referee Nigel Owens talks candidly about coming to terms with his sexuality, the impact it had on his mental health, and having tried to take his own life at 24, how rugby eventually saved him. People say, you know, you should never look back, always look forward. Well, looking back is important as well because looking back can help you move forward. 
Past Imperfect with Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson. Nigel Owens, in his own words. Now available as a podcast. Listen on the Times Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.